I think the problem is, is that being in a capitalist society, every single hour is expected to be productive yes and productive monetarily yeah it's meant to be giving you or even just productive in terms of something that will be of service to people and Mm. to you and to use in the um in the society i mean that's that is why it is harder to have self-care just in general and people being like i'm gonna go and have a bath for an hour it doesn't value Um, taking that time for yourself it's not valuable to society Mm. for you to go and like me going and spending an hour rock climbing yeah it's not actually i guess it I guess in a capitalist society that is paying the business and the business but it's not valuable to anybody and Mm. you're expected there's a very big pressure at least I feel this to be the multi-hyphen hustling girl boss all the time and you have to be always moving and doing stuff and she did to the conversation for her by her this episode was recorded in the pod at White City Place Welcome back to the Conversation Podcast. I am Annie and I'm one of the regulars. And today we have a very special guest and two of our regulars. So let's first introduce ourselves. Tatiana, would you like to introduce yourself first? Yes. Uh, firstly, hello ladies and thank you for having me on the podcast Ooh. this week. Um, hello, I'm Tatiana Sanchez. I'm a journalist. If you want to find me on Twitter, you can go to at I am Tatiana. Uh, into sport and current affairs and all that sort. Yeah, happy to be here today. Nice. Nice. I am Mona. I'm one of the regulars. (laughs) That sounds so funny. (laughs) Yeah, you know who I am. You know what I do. Follow me on Instagram (laughs) at Into the Jungle. Um, hey, I'm B. I'm also one of the regulars. Um, I'm an audio producer, so I make podcasts. Ooh, fancy. I know. Well, I want to get stuck into our topic today. So um, we're going to be talking about hobbies. So first off, I want to ask you all, um, what, what hobby did you have when you were younger that perhaps you gave up and you would like to maybe reinstate now and get, get back into now? Is there any hobbies that you had, like, younger that you'd like to pick up again? I used to be a gymnast. <clears throat> I was really, really flexible, and that is on God. But I gave it up. <laughs> I was in, like, competition level and everything, no joke. I gave it up when... When did I give it up? See, I like sports, yeah. but I like to eat more. So I started gaining weight, and you haven't really seen, like, a slim, thick gymnast. <clears throat> so I had to give it up because... Oh, mate. The two were outweighing each other, and I picked food over gymnastics. But if oh, I could have my... Choice. Yeah. If that's I could have my though. way, I'd still do gymnastics. So I did really, I'm so not flexible anymore. And I think mm. just for health benefits, it's fun yeah. and it's exciting and it's good to just be in tune with your body, which I'm not. So I would keep up gymnastics yeah. if I could. That's a good one. Tatiana, I don't think you? I would pick up the same hobby that I had when I was little simply because I would want to go full out again and oh, then okay, well. become like, you know, Serena and Velas or something. Yeah. Oh, so I used to play tennis. Okay. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, I played tennis and... Um, well, me and my twin played together and we went national level and we were oh taking it. So seriously, my mum's Colombian. She was like, oh my God, you can do this. You can be the next Serena and Venus. We were yes, like, mom. yes, this, oh. yeah, this is what we're going to do. And then, you know, you find that there are millions of other people that want to do the same thing yeah. and you're probably yeah. not going to get there. So you should probably go into uni and college and stuff. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I'd love to take it up again, but yeah. I think I'd get too serious about it. Are you it. a bit of a competitive person now? I think growing up playing tennis makes you competitive because oh, it's okay. quite a solo sport, isn't yeah. it? It's not a team sport. So you, you're yeah. in that mind frame of yeah, it's me yeah. against you. I think that made me competitive, yeah. Mm. What about you, B? I think 
one thing that I used to do a lot when I was younger is like arts and crafts for mm. the just for the sake of it mm. I think my mum always was like drumming into us that we had to do like crafty things not on screens and stuff yeah. so it was a lot of like we had a whole box and we did like hammer beads and pipe cleaners and glitter what glue what the hell is a hammer bead a hammer bead you never did hammer beads oh no. my goodness I was acting like I knew I didn't know it's like these <laughs> tiny little beads and you put them you make a pattern um, in like a tray I guess and then <gasps> oh, you I iron them, them. And you make little oh, oh, on the plastic pictures. thing. On the yeah. plastic. And for no reason other than just you've got like a it's pattern. weird. You have a weird melted plastic picture. No, I know but what you're talking about. I would love to get back into that and get into just doing art for art's sake and yeah. just getting some pipe cleaners and making a I don't know a sculpture, getting some glitter glue, just painting something, puffy yeah, paint, like all of that sort of stuff. Because I used to love doing that on a rainy rainy Saturday afternoon. Yeah, I did, I, I did love doing like indoor like indoor activities yeah. I was very much an indoor child <laughs> um, so most of the hobbies or like activities I had were, were not were not sport sporty no. uh, unlike Tatiana but you've um, just been to the gym <laughs> yeah I'm in my gym gear but like so I ginny. said before it's just it was just to show off to you guys well it works so just to I'm look impressed. Jimmy <laughs> um, no I mean my hobby was one that I didn't take up by choice. So growing up, I was made to like do piano lessons. Um, and then when I got to teenage years, I was like, obviously defiant. So I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. But actually I would quite like to take it up again. Um, I mean, there's like a couple of songs that I know from memory, but I would really like to just sort of learn how to like read mm. music again mm. and like actually get to know and practice like more pieces I think that would be something that I would like to take up yeah. um I mean so let's move on from this I, I want to know from you guys what you think the importance of having hobbies is um obviously we've all just spoken about like hobbies that we would like to take up again um does anyone have any hobbies now and what how do they sort of play into your sort of routine in life do I you think love a good important? hobby I love a hobby. I don't have as many as I used to. I used to be a big hobby person. So much so that in school, I got told by my teacher that I had to stop. I had to give up a hobby because they were like, you you are doing too much. Um, I was doing something every lunch break, every after school, every break time, like choirs, playing three (laughs) instruments, doing Mm. hockey, doing this. You seem like that kind of thing. I know. We were were just talking about how I'm such a goody goody two shoes. (laughs) You like, oh, sickening. Um, and I used to have so many and even at uni I literally was on like three committees I was doing all the really cool hobbies (laughs) acapella student media all the cool (laughs) where the cool kids hang out Uh, (laughs) but then since graduating I I mean I've got a couple and I really tried but I've just found it so much harder to keep up and I can already feel myself like missing it so much because they were such an integral part of my life then um, and just like made me a more well-rounded person I think Mm -hmm. Mona do you have any hobbies now? I couldn't be the complete opposite to be I mean people try to push me into hobbies even still now like in school teachers are like you're tall you know do basketball no you're quick do relay no I don't do none of that and even now I still feel like what do I do? Yeah. Actually, I'm good at giving advice. That's why I call myself Mystical Meg. I do enjoy that. What, what, so if you can kind of call that a hobby, because <laughs> I have a magical gut. Truth. 
Wait, how does that right, how does so that you play know, into you? No one um <laughs> what was it called? Mean girls when she like touches her boob and it tells her the weather. My okay. gut can kinda gauge how a situation's gonna go. You oh, are very okay. wise. I am. But we'll isn't that, that isn't that like the saying goes, like you go with your gut? Annie move, man, that's my hobby. <laughs> that's my hobby, you ask me my hobby, that's it. <laughs> I'm sorry. What's your hobby, Annie? <laughs> so I actually don't have very many hobbies. Hmm, I actually don't have any hobbies. <laughs> you do. You cook. What? Oh yeah. You cook. Is that a hobby? Yes. yes. Of course it is. Why, okay. why is it not a hobby? I mean, I just. I. I mean, I guess this is why we're talking about it now. Yeah. I just sort of see myself like when I. So I cook a lot, but I just sort of see that as me like, just making meals, you know. But I guess when I experiment, that is more of a hobby. So I would yeah. say, yeah, my cooking is a hobby. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's good. It's important. It I think. is. Yeah, it is important. I, de- I definitely don't take enough time to do a variety of hobbies. No, um, it's not enough hours in the day. No, I mean, what do you think, Tatiana? Do you have any hobbies now? Now, probably not. No, no. lots when I was little, but I think it's important to have them. Yeah, mm-hmm. it stops you procrastinating. Mm. It stops you from thinking too much. I was thinking before I came here. You know, what does a hobby do? It stops you from thinking too much. No? There's yeah. so many things in this world that you have to think about work, your your business, your mm. job, your family, mm. supporting a friend, yeah. whatever it is, yeah. you need that time to completely zone out, whether that's listening to music, I find that therapeutic, it's not exactly useful to, to anybody else, mm. but to me it stops me from worrying and it takes that anxiety away, mm-hmm. you know. If yeah, you're listening to loud music or, and you're, you're sort of dancing in your room <coughs> yeah, and you're yeah. home alone and you're listening to really good music that you love, <laughs> oh. kind of calms you. Lemonade, you yeah. isn't it? So I think <laughs> having a hobby can definitely take away the overthinking mm. of day-to-day life. Yeah. Yeah. So off the back of that then, like if you were to take up a hobby now, how would you find, how would you find a hobby that works for you then? You said you were quite sporty, so you would would sort of naturally would you get into something whatever it is whoever it is me or anybody else I think having a hobby that you are passionate about Mm. not because you think you should do something oh I should be uh, doing something I should be teaching someone this I should be doing Mm. it's nice to be of service to other people but Mm. ultimately you've got to be happy within yourself first and I think just choosing something that you enjoy doing it doesn't have to it doesn't have to monetize it doesn't have to be of service to anybody else. Just yeah. do something that you love, and that will just evolve if it's meant to. Yeah. yeah, you know, ultimately, just doing something you like or that you are passionate about doing. Yeah, I think. I think that's one of the reasons why maybe people don't take hobbies particularly seriously, or it's not um, expected. Is that it is something that is just for you, isn't it? And yeah. then it's almost it's well, I, I don't think this, but it could be seen as almost a selfish thing that you are reclaiming your own time. And self-love, not self-love. selfish. Well, no, I, I, I agree. I, I think of doing hobbies like, you know, because they are doing them for yourself, it is a form of self-care in a yeah. way. Um, you know, so how, 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 do, how does it make sense to do a hobby for fun, but people expect you to sort of, you know be really good at it and you know make money off it so for example like we're doing this podcast as a hobby aren't we Mm. we're doing this in our spare time you know we don't make money off it we just do it for fun because Mm. we all like talking and chatting shit don't we in a Mm. group um you know so how it must be it must be hard to do a hobby 
when we live in a capitalist society. Would, it, would yeah. everyone sort of agree Yeah, with I that? definitely agree. Mm. I think what you're saying does have some points because people do think a lot of the time now, I don't know, like YouTube, people once started it because they liked it, blogs. <clears throat> and now that people think that there's money involved in it, mm. that's kind of what they are aspiring to. But I think it's also, for me anyway, when I, there's loads of things I do that I'm not even good at. There's a million one things I'm not good at. But I enjoy it. Yeah. And I do it. And I don't really look at the outcome. I'm not set on the end goal. I'm just kind of in the present and enjoying what I'm doing, really. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you guys ever seen that Netflix um, cooking show called Nailed It? It's the best. No. It's, so it's, it's a cookery competition. It's a baking competition where they get um, amateur bakers, but they're all proper shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, and like then the, the person, even. and then they go through like a couple of rounds making like I don't know cake pops or some shit, or they make like giant like cake sculptures or something, yeah. like Instagrammable the, stuff. Yeah, they make Instagrammable stuff, but they're all terrible. <laughs> but the best one wins like ten grand. Oh, it's yeah. so funny. So it's like you know they're monetizing on their hobbies, but they're actually not good good at it. Yeah. You know, so the, mm. it, there there is a kind of dichotomy. Would you say you know in being good at a hobby, you know, making money off a hobby as yeah. well. You absolutely don't have to be good at a hobby. I think that's the, the in the nature of them, really, mm, yeah. is that you're, yeah, you will naturally get better as you go on with most things. Mm. Um, but, I mean, I am in a weird position because one of my hobbies is also my job. So, like, this podcasting, mm. I do this for fun. I've got my own that I do, again, purely a hobby. But then I also do it as my paid job in the day um which is always weird because then when i tell people oh i'm a podcast producer and then they say what podcast do you do and i explain the ones um and they expect the ones that i do for my for fun Mm. to oh do you make loads of money from ads do you do this i go no i don't want to get ads on my that's just me under a duvet in my bedroom yeah i don't want to make it so that actually if i don't do an episode one one week because I'm busy because it's for fun. Yeah. I don't want to suddenly put this pressure on it that I'm like serving other people, which yeah. is a strange thing. So I'm yeah. in a bit of a weird position where I do make money from my hobby, yeah. but not all the time. Yeah, yeah. I think you, you just hit the nail on the head. You said pressure. Yeah. When then all of a sudden you've got someone telling you you've got a deadline or you've got to talk about a certain thing, it's okay if it's a group of, of women who are deciding together what you have to talk about or what you want to talk about. But mm. when you've got maybe a boss or somebody telling you you know we've got to do it this way it changes it it makes mm. it less fun yeah no before you ask me if I have a hobby reading mm. reading I love reading I'm yeah. rubbish at reading mm. you know with all the university and all the blah 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 I didn't read because I did enough of that at, you yeah. know during study Same. yeah, yeah. now I love to love to read and watch YouTube videos yeah and speeches and um you know inspirational people and stuff like that yeah I think if Anything you do consistently and for long enough turns into a hobby. Yeah. Anything, reading, watching, watching the same types of things on YouTube, you become consistent at it. Mm. And then people will, you know, realise, oh, she's still doing that. She's still into that. She's still yeah, involved. Yeah, yeah. And then it would probably go into a natural progression of, oh, maybe you could do this professionally. You know, and as you were saying, B, you know, you do a podcast for fun in your spare time. Mm. I also do a podcast for fun for in fun. my spare time. Um, and then we also were all on this podcast as yeah. well for fun. Um, but, you know, and I think especially in this, in that kind of market, you know, there are a lot of podcasts out there. You know, it's kind of weird 
like inverted that we're like talking about this on a podcast. Everyone's got a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> everyone has a podcast now, don't they? And there's not really, the, you know, it's kind of saturated the market. Mm. It's the same that happened with like YouTube. You know, people started doing it as a hobby. Um, and then it became, you know, pro- yeah. people were doing it professionally, making money off of it. Doesn't necessarily mean that they're all good, you know. I'm not saying that about my podcast. <laughs> no, yours is great. Yours thanks, is the, thanks, the best. Thanks, thanks. I'm just waiting for a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, it's, it, it is interesting that, you know, you don't have to be, your hobbies don't have to be profitable or successful no. um, for you to enjoy it. And I think that's the point in self-care, mm-hmm. you know, that you do you do the work, not work. That's the point. Yeah. You don't do the, the non-work. The yeah, fun. the non-work, sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, but it's difficult because the kind of lifestyles that we have, um, how do you even make time for that? You know, yeah. we are, people always say you need to make time for self-care. You need to make time, how you know, you to look after to? yourself. How are you supposed to make mm. time for hobbies? Do you, like, set aside time, Tatiana, to, like, read? I think you should, yeah. Yeah. De- definitely, yeah. I think... There's always there's always time, but I think we choose to spend our time how we choose to spend it. Mm. So do you want to watch that latest episode of The Hills? Or do you want to do something a little bit... Oh, that might be your hobby. Yeah. Watching The Hills might yeah. be watching your hobby. You might be so I do watch a lot of TV. good at watching The Hills. Yeah. But it's like... I think, uh, yeah, you can set aside mm. time to uh, do other things which you know yeah. are going to expand your mm. creativity or going to make you feel calmer or are going to mm. evolve into something else. I don't know. It might be when you get in bed. You might not be able to fall asleep straight away. Leave your phone on the side, perhaps. Do something else. Yeah. Read. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think or, the... Pro- oh, sorry. sorry. I feel like finding a way to incorporate as well because my dad is like he absolutely loves the gym loves 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 the gym and makes me sick he <laughs> fits it in wherever he can so right, he'll yeah. say things like he's got a cheesy american accent he'd be like i'm gonna wash the car but with exercise so he'd probably <laughs> oh like wax on wax off and i'm thinking you're <laughs> dumb but at the end of the day euro training that's your hobby so i guess like yeah He'll say, I'm going to clean the house, but I'm going to, like, mop aggressively. I don't know. <laughs> do you know what I mean? That's like working the biceps. But he's doing his hobby. He's yeah. in, If you don't have that time where you can be like, okay, from 6 o'clock to 7 o'clock, I'm going to go to the gym. If you can't do that, you've got to be a bit savvy and think about mm. how you're going to mm. worm it in there. I think the problem is, is that being in a capitalist society, every single hour is expected to be productive yes and productive monetarily yeah it's meant to be giving you or even just productive in terms of something that will be of service to people and Mm. to you and to use in the um in the society i mean that's that is why it is harder to have self-care just in general and people being like i'm gonna go and have a bath for an hour it doesn't value Um, taking that time for yourself it's not valuable to society Mm. for you to go and like me going and spending an hour rock climbing yeah it's not actually i guess it i guess in a capitalist society that is paying paying the business and the business but it's not valuable to anybody and Mm. you're expected there's a very big pressure at least i feel this to be the multi-hyphen hustling 
girl boss yeah. all the time and you yeah. have to be always moving and doing stuff and, yeah. and looking like you're being really really productive yeah. in ways that will benefit your career or will benefit you know and there's a lot of um, pressure on you and people burn out so easily because yeah. they don't give yeah. time to just the things that will help them just have fun it's absolutely yeah. true I definitely am a lot more I'm, I'm a person who likes routine in their life so like for example I do like going to the gym and I will set aside time because like that's my time to do what I want I don't like doing classes because I don't like people telling me what to do I like doing what I want yeah. so I make time like at the weekends but then it, you know it feels like oh I need to do all these chores I need to do this I yeah, need to do that so then like, yeah there's not mm. enough time and then I, I feel like I don't have enough time to relax because mm. you know I think relaxing maybe it's not necessarily a hobby but you know just like mm. sitting and vegetating is my form of sort of relaxing and self-care yeah, yeah. you know so like doing hobbies you're ex- like be you were saying you know you're expected to be like you know Oh, 100%, you know, on it to all do, the time. Yeah, on it all the time. And sometimes. Sometimes you don't want to do that. Exactly, yeah. I don't want to be a girl boss. And I think I've seen quite a rise. I'm not! I've seen a rise in. And a boss. I just want to be a boss. Separately. Um, I've seen a rise in, like, hobbies on the move, almost. Like, um, the, the only What's time that? that people now have been able to find time to do the, the hobbies or the things that they enjoy is, like, on their commute yeah. so you see yeah so reading a lot of people who read on their commute or podcasts mm. most people will listen when they're travelling somewhere yeah. Duolingo like learning a new language so many people now do that because that's really the only time that you have yeah. now to yourself really it's the, the like however long the hour commute that you've got to wherever you're going when you're yeah. underground and no one can contact you and it's like yeah. okay cool now time to spend time for myself even though you're in a Crowded shaking box yeah. like going through a tunnel that's just really weird to me yeah yeah so my mum moved from Colombia she's Colombian she moved to the UK 30 years ago mm. um, before she even had my me and my sister but her routine never changed so she's always been into fitness and the gym and she's one example of a person who sets the precedent so now that she's set the precedent mm. all the rest of us are lazy right yeah, yeah but the yeah. thing is with fitting in hobbies in a capitalist society is she loved the gym right so she would have to fit that in the 24 hours that are available to her in a day yeah so she would wake up at four in the morning work out for an hour four till five and start work at six yeah because she wanted to work out Mm. but after work she would have to come and look after me and my sister so you fit it in if you want to that's what you're Mm. saying with your dad Mm. mona he fits it in yeah around what he's doing yeah so she had she fitted that in and i think when you fit in your hobby even around your work it makes you a happier person so even if your hobby is just serving the healthy functioning of your mind and your body Mm. if you are this happy uh, healthy person in mind and body you are then going to be a more useful person mm. at work yeah. to the people around you to the work that you're producing you're going to produce better work because you are doing the thing that you wanted to do even before getting there yeah mm. it's yeah. going to make you a happy yeah. person i imagine this it's 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 why a lot of people take up a lot of hobbies when they retire so yeah. you see i've seen like a resurgence of like you know people in at retirement age where they take up my best friend's dad he does like beekeeping basket weaving beekeeping. he does everything you know because he's like around that uh, that age where he can mm. actually wind down yeah. uh, and and he can take that time because you know 
maybe people of that age mm. didn't feel like they could fit it in mm-hmm. um you know during their working life but it just it just goes to show that you know you can fit it in um yeah i just wonder at what cost that's <laughs> the thing sorry you go no no that was i was just agreeing yeah it's what at what cost is it like if you're exhausted and you mm. can't do the fun things if yeah. your if your hobby can't be fitted around you're yeah. you running around cleaning a car or yeah. something if you have to go to a specific <laughs> place or like do a specific thing yeah. what if you can't yeah, that, yeah that's exactly what i was gonna say because i think there are some people who would say that having a hobby is kind of like a luxury to some yeah. because the thing is is when you're giving your all at your nine to five slaving away for the man the system whoever when it's your time you've given so much that you don't even have the energy anymore to yeah. give to yourself and to then fit it around your mum had children, to fit it around your life, it's very, very difficult. Then it almost seems like you're working to have a hobby. <laughs> like, you have to put a lot of effort that's into it. That's how I feel sometimes, yeah. And that's yeah. really, really, like, that is draining for the person. Because it's like, bitch, I'm not trying to have a Britney 2007 or whenever she had her breakdown. Like, she knows what she went through, but she went through some shit because yeah. it's too freaking much. Do you know what I mean? And <laughs> I'm being deadly serious because I worked for Mac and I loved doing makeup. And then people were like, oh my God, do you do freelance? And I was young fresh ready for the mm. makeup life and i was like yeah of course audition mm-hmm. for the pro team i was doing makeup on the side i'm so sick of makeup people say mac and i'm like ah! <laughs> Shut your mouth! it's like a swear word i don't want to hear it i don't even like makeup anymore and yeah. i loved that and it sucked the life out of me because yeah. it now became mature and i get that it's because i worked for it but then even when i took work away from it i thought okay let me just introduce it as a freelance yeah i couldn't because I'd be doing my nine to five job and then trying to fit freelance, even though I like it mm. and it's just a pro that I get paid for it or I do it for friends and family, I genuinely lost the love for it now. Now, yeah. whatever that was, the pressure or having to work to fit into it, but it just killed it for me. And mm. I just thought, now, when like I, I dance, for example, I just dance in my liver and play music and stuff, but I don't even tell people because that's mine. And yeah. I feel like the more people that know, someone might just bring it up in passing, like, oh, how's the dancing? Just as a joke. But the more that I feel that it's publicised, yeah. it's the more it's not my own anymore. Yeah, and then yeah, it yeah. just, it's I like feel you're doing it for other people. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Uh, that sort of brings me on to my ne- next question. Um, do you think it's okay to not have hobbies then? You know, perhaps, so my parents, for example. They work very long hours. My my dad takes like a few days off per year, basically. Um, he works very long hours. He doesn't have time, mm. you know. He so he like works shorter hours on a Sunday, and then he comes home and does like gardening work, like and that's his form of like self care in mm. a sense because it's something that he needs to do mm. for the house, mm. but also it's taking time out of not working from his nine to five. But generally, my parents don't really have hobbies, you know, mm. because they mm. just don't have the time and they don't really feel like they need to, you know. Yeah. Um, so it's definitely okay. Yeah. But I don't know I mean, if I'm not, like, it's... just wanting you to justify that. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, tell them it's okay. <laughs> I think it's, it's okay, okay. <laughs> but I also think it could be better. They could have, like, I'm not going to tell anyone what to do with their life like if yeah. the, if you want to go to work make money come home fine but i think there are you know even though we've been saying oh it's hard to fit hobbies into your time i think there are always there's always something even if it's like you have an hour to watch tv as we were saying you love watching the hills maybe if you knit while well, you do that yeah. Yeah, or you like 
Yeah, colour in. I, I know someone who's got really into like um, colouring books. Yeah, adult colouring books. Such a craze. Mm. And like she do does it. them all the time. And uh, like, nice. and it's nice you can do it when you're watching a TV or you can do it on the train. Yeah. Um, one thing that I've because a lot of my hobbies that I used to have were you have to go places to be honest. Mm, so yeah. I was in choirs, um, lots of group activities, choirs. I was in bands um, and rock climbing. You can't rock climb not in a rock climbing gym obviously um but now i've been trying to get into plants because i know i'm a millennial and millennials love plants i've just repotted my aloe this morning because yeah, it's I've, been dying when i go home i need to go and yeah. um give my cheese plant a bath you have to soak it wow. for five minutes wow. so that's just five minutes and i <clears throat> it's not very active i don't really mm. do very much with them i water yeah. them a bit i give them some sun i clean their leaves every now and again but like <laughs> it's such a tiny little thing and yeah. and yet i'm still keeping something alive it gives yeah. me a lot of joy. Yes. That's cute. Does it spark That's joy? Oh, I yes. think that needs to be the takeaway from our hobbies uh-huh. episode. I just think Does it spark joy for you. Yeah, that's mm. true. As well, like, if you are happy going and doing your work and if you love your job and if you love working and all of that, that's fine. But yeah. like, you know, I just think yeah. capitalism. I think in reference to what you said, Annie, about your parent about your dad, yeah. um, I do think some of, sometimes it's a culture thing as well. I'm not saying that's the case for your parents, but yeah. I'm just saying, I think for my mum, for example, she works extremely hard. And remember when I said earlier on in the podcast about some people thinking that a hobby is a luxury and not yeah. everyone has the accessibility yeah. to do that. Um, when I tell my mum, I'm just going to do this, I'm just going to do that. She never like, she doesn't steer me away from that, but she mm. might make like a before she'd make like a sassy comment like oh well you got time to do that don't you like I've got to do this and I've got to do this and I've got to do that there's so much that I have to do and I tell her mum you know that you need to take time out for yourself even if you don't have a hobby even if you just sat down on the chair and just took a nap drifted into space you need that time to unplug because Mm. especially where you're a mum and you provide for other people you have so many roles but don't forget you're you first Mm. before people call you mum like you're your own person so you need to do that and now the girls come running telling me Oh, I'm going to the nail shop. And I said, nail shop for what? Yeah. Nail shop to get my nails done because I need time for me. I said, oh, really? <laughs> now you know what I'm talking now about. Because see. when the yeah. stress is so high, yeah. you need time for yourself. And essentially, that's what a hobby is. Like, yeah. Even if you're not actively doing something, the fact that you've taken time out of your daily activities just for you, yeah. whether you want to do something, whether you don't want to do something, that's your time. You're, you're absolutely right. You're on the money there where there is... There is a cultural divide, and I, I would even go as far to say that there is also a class divide as well mm. when it 100%. comes to pursuing hobbies. What, what what would you say about this, Tatiana? Do you think that there there is um, a cultural sort of hierarchy when it comes to people pursuing hobbies? I can speak from my experience. So having a mum from Colombia, living in Colombia is not easy. There's a, there's a lot of um, poverty, there's whatever I mean it's amazing now things have changed but mm. stereotypically Colombia is quite a rough place to, to live and, and grow children up for example yeah um, so my mum came here 30 years ago and uh, worked really hard to raise uh, twins I'm a twin she worked so hard to raise us worked two or three jobs in a day mm. and managed to you know leave us with our auntie who would take us to school mm. that was kind of the scenario while mum's working the three jobs in one day we're off at school and then yeah. we go back to auntie's house and then mum picks us up when she's done yeah. um, I think 
So I grew up playing tennis, right? So the two don't really go together from what I'm saying and then playing yeah. tennis because tennis is quite an expensive sport. Yeah. She had to put all of her money into our lessons. Yeah. Um, just for us in order to, you know, to say to us that there isn't anything that can stop you from doing the same as so-and-so yeah. down the road, yeah. you know. I think, Daisy down the road, whoever it is. No, sort of but, intention behind, yeah. you know, making your kids do hobbies. It's because, you know, from Im- immigrant families, because we want you to have a better life than, than we want, yeah. than we had. You know, exactly, we want you to do... Exactly what we want you to have all the opportunities that we didn't have you know we weren't able to you know fucking play piano or you know have an oboe like what the fuck's an oboe what's an oboe (laughs) it's just a musical it's like a skinny clarinet oh (laughs) basically what's the clarinet (laughs) yeah i was was waiting for that no no i know Um, know. okay like most things cost money and most things to do with hobbies cost money yeah you know even if you're just into knitting wool costs money knitting needles cost money like Mm. all of that sort of stuff Mm. um buying books buying books Mm. i can can only think of literally a handful of hobbies that you can do without spending money Mm. like for for foraging in the forest foraging 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 for like wild mushrooms yeah probably shouldn't do that well if you learn if you know what they if you are, know what to look for don't be going out going, that's a good hobby mushrooms from that's places. a free hobby that is a free hobby yeah you're right yeah any i can't think of any other free hobbies dancing mm. dancing yeah well it depends how you define a hobby mm. I, I think the philosophical you were saying before <laughs> about your mum having downtime right yeah for me i just go balance you need balance in yeah. life there's no you know black and white to anything you know, it's all about balance. Mm-hmm. If you work hard, you play hard. All these things are so important. It's like, how would your mum be able to be the mum that she's able to be? Yeah. I don't know how many siblings you have. If you're an only child, I don't know. But how would she be able to be the mother that she is mm. if she didn't recharge? Yeah. She'd burn out and then you'd exactly. be like, what's happened to mum? Yeah. Mum's like, mum's changed. Mum's, yeah. you know. So she has to have that balance in order to maintain her, her energy and her spirit. Yeah. Otherwise, she's going to burn out. So you need balance. But yes, back to cultural. <laughs> there is definitely, I think there's definitely, I can only speak from my experience because I have friends who, who I, I could speak on behalf of, but I'd rather, I'd rather not. But yeah. coming from a Latin Colombian background, yes, there were. But I saw, I watched my mum, how she tried to break that barrier, break that stereotype. Mm. And it's possible, but you have to work super hard. Super yeah. hard. Absolutely. Um, I think that's kind of really all the time we have. Does it... Let's let's sort of sum up with a sentence or two from everyone. What what what's the sort of main takeaways that you've had um, from 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 everyone? Mm. I think I have. We haven't really spoken much about it, but what I've been ruminating in my mind <laughs> is <laughs> about the whole idea of do what you like. If you love your job, do what you love, and you'll never work a day in your life, and all that sort of stuff. Mm. And I just think. I, th- I think work is work and if you love it that's great mm-hmm. um, but I think you have to realise that your job may not be around forever you may suddenly end up hating it you may get fired you may choose to leave whatever it's, things will happen mm-hmm. but the stuff that you have for you mm-hmm. is just for you and so cultivating that stuff is a great way of making sure that if things go tits up 
you have something for yourself and I think yeah. it's very important mm. to have something that is your own and that you know you can say I like to do this and if everything goes wrong you know you've got that it's a it's a standard yeah. Um, yeah. so I think that's what that is why I would say it's good to um, cultivate hobbies if you possibly can if you have the time if you have the money but finding that one thing that mm. brings you joy that sparks joy mm. and which can be something for yourself yeah. mm-hmm. I agree I think reducing the negative connotations of hobbies like people thinking it's only a luxury or like you know when you fill it out on a CV or like what's your hobby people like oh roll my eyes time to lie (laughs) actually doing something that is for yourself Mm -hmm. taking time out whatever it is that you want to do a hobby is subjective to whatever it is that you want Um, very important and like we've all said about having a balance and that an oboe is a clarinet yeah, an, oboe, an oboe is different to a clarinet. Oh, They're different. They look similar. That's yeah. my final thought. That's, <laughs> that's going to be your hobby for this afternoon. You're going to go home and Google an oboe. What's an oboe? They're lovely. They make lovely, lovely music. That's my closing sentence. An oboe is a clarinet. <laughs> an oboe is a clarinet. Bye. <laughs> Fast forward a couple of years, and Mona is going to be like the world standard oboe player. She'll have picked <laughs> yeah. it up, and she'll be a natural. <laughs> She's at the prom. Here. Speaking as long as you give me credit I shall that's fine do you know what I've noticed about everyone in the room so mm. you ladies doing this podcast is so you do you do this as a hobby right mm-hmm. this is something that you enjoy and you said you you know it's not for the money and stuff I presume you enjoy um <laughs> it's like you I think somewhere inside you, you're doing this for service to others so you know that people are going to be listening to mm. you and listening to the message that you're putting out there so in a sense you don't have to but I think there's a lot of joy that can be um, felt from doing something that you know is going to benefit another yeah, person pass it on. yeah yeah um I mean I would say I mean I my sort of professional work uh sort of does a service to others as well you know but you know my hobbies this I guess sort of does a service like you said but you know I think it is so important to make sure that you can just be yourself, mm. I think, when it comes to your hobbies. So, like, for me, you know, it's very on brand for, like, cooking to be my hobby, you know. Extremely it's very, It's very me. And when I, like, it can be the simplest of things, you know. I could just, like, last night I made an omelette. I made, like, a Spanish omelette. But... Mm. <laughs> Yum. But like it was, it was you know thirty minutes of my day where I just like I'd come home from work like and I'd done nothing else, and that was just that time for me to just ruminate about the day and you know whilst I'm cooking these potatoes mm. and it was just time for me to unwind and that 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 thirty minutes was the best 30 minutes of my day because mm. I was able to just like be myself. I wasn't yeah. doing a service to others. I wasn't, you know, writing my stories for others. Mm. I was making this omelette for me. Um, and it was a damn good omelette I'm as well. I'm sure. It was brilliant. Um, but what's nice is your, your your hobby can also like bring joy to others. You made me some lovely like honeycomb the other day. That was delicious. <laughs> yeah. You can, you, you know, you can use it how you like depending on how you're feeling that's what's nice yeah yeah yeah. um so i guess sort of the end note we would say is that an oboe is not clarinet (laughs) (laughs) my gut says otherwise (laughs) 
Oh yeah, it's known as magic girl. Oh my god. Bye. Well, that's all we have time for, I'm afraid. <laughs> Thank you so much to you lovely ladies for joining Thank us. You. Thank you. Thank you to Tatiana Thank as you. well. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um do follow us on our socials at Women of Power UK. Yes. Follow the conversation. Let us know what your hobbies are. Yeah. Whether you take time out of your busy day, whether you don't have any hobbies, and it's all right to not have any. Just, you know, sit and vegetate in front of telly. Take mm-hmm. a nap. Yeah, take a nap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah do, do join in the conversation and we will see you next time bye bye, bye. 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 bye.